Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country. I have breaking news on MPSL Pro. Great reporting by Michael Lewis of FrontRowSoccer.com. Go check out his article on FrontRowSoccer.com. The National Premier Soccer League will start its pro division with Founders Cup next August and at least 11 teams, including the New York Cosmos. Finally, some news on MPSL Pro. The National Premier Soccer League plans to have a minimum of 11 teams for its pro division which is scheduled to start in 2019. The MPSL Founders Cup, which will kick off its pro league in a competition that will run from August to November in 2019. A full league season, which would run from the spring through November, would be launched in 2020. So basically, the 11 clubs will participate in MPSL Summer League in 2019. They will then play an MPSL Founders Cup that will run from August to November in 2019. And then there will be a full league season from the spring through November, which will be launched in 2020. An announcement of the league's future plans could be made as early as next week. As of now, the 11 founding members include New York Cosmos, Detroit City FC, Torrent, Chattanooga FC, Miami United FC, Miami FC, San Diego Albion, Cal United, Cal FC, FC Arizona, and Oakland Roots. The league or cup competition will kick off next August after the MPSL is completed, allowing teams to sign players and prepare for the professional circuit. The MPSL championship game will be held in early August. The number of games each team will play has not yet been determined. This is a great thing for travel. A 12-team could join the league, which would allow two divisions, east and west, of six teams apiece. So instead of the North American Soccer League, one table, travel across the country, there will finally be six teams in each division. If there is a 12-team joining the league, you have six teams in each division, east and west, and we will finally have regionalized divisions. And that will help out travel big time in the early days of MPSL Pro. A professional MPSL season would not commence until the spring of 2020. That would be a full season. The 2020 season could see several more teams added to the league, which is entertaining ownership possibilities from Jacksonville, Virginia Beach, Asheville, and a team in Seattle, primarily all MPSL teams. One source said that 2020 will be a great expansion year. That's a great point there, that 
most of the teams are all primarily MPSL teams. So even if they are expansion teams in MPSL Pro, maybe they will have the opportunity to play in MPSL summer season. For example, say there is a new team joining the league, let's say 2020, 2021, 2022. Maybe they don't join MPSL Pro right away, but maybe they join MPSL Summer League and they build their club up. They build some sort of support. They build uh, sponsorship support. They grow in their community before they make the move up to a professional division. Even if that's outside of U.S. Soccer's professional league standards, they're still building their business up to be at a professional level. And I think that's the most important thing. The 11 founding members have now until the summer to get ready for the MPSL summer season and then this MPSL Founders Cup. And then they have another year to prepare for a full season. So they can sign professional players this summer for the MPSL Founders Cup. And then they can get ready for the big thing, which is the MPSL Pro Full Season. We still don't know what the league is going to be called or what the logo is going to look like, but hopefully we will get that in an announcement next week. And when we do, we will have a show. We will have guests on First Team Podcast. We will have articles on the website, firstteampod.com. So check out our website. That is firstteampod.com. I'd like to get your thoughts on this announcement uh, that MPSL will start its pro division with the Founders Cup next August and at least 11 teams, including our New York Cosmos. So I'm really looking forward to this. I'm really excited for it. And uh, we will have more to say next week when we know a lot more. But I'm excited to have this announcement right here. We have the teams and we have a little bit more information. But I would love to get the official announcement from the Cosmos, from the club. I would love to hear from Rocco Camiso. Maybe we can have him on the show to discuss this in more detail and what's in store for New York Cosmos. Like maybe where are they going to play in 2019? Who's going to be the coach? Things like that. Hopefully we will have those details as soon as possible. And uh, maybe who's going to put the shirt on in 2019? Maybe Rocco doesn't have those answers. Um, But that's what we're going to have to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. This is very exciting times for First Team Podcast and for Cosmos supporters around the world. Let's move on to another topic, which is the U.S. Open Cup. So with more pro teams, there will be less slots for semi-pro and amateur clubs. And across the world, that's not how it works. In England, there's 92 professional clubs. They call it the the Football League. You have the Premier League. You have uh, Championship League 1, League 2. That's their professional leagues. Four leagues called the Football League, 92 clubs, and... There's still opportunities for semi-pro teams to participate in the FA Cup. We had a club play against Arsenal. I forgot the name of the club. And then we had Newport County play against Tottenham Hotspur Spurs. That matchup had two legs, one at Newport County, and the second one was played at Wembley. I think it snowed that game as well. Those two matches were really exciting because Newport County, before that, Probably no one knew about them across the world. But when they played Tottenham Hotspur, probably one of the biggest clubs or most popular clubs in England, they were known worldwide. 
that helped him get more supporters or maybe gave them more respect locally with local soccer fans. Maybe they got bigger and better sponsorships that could help them propel their club. So the U.S. Open Cup for lower division clubs is priceless. You can't put a price on what it means for these clubs, maybe playing a professional soccer team. They might get more sponsorships or bigger sponsorships. They might get more fans in the stadium to support them. They might get more fans on social media, on their website, that might bring more money into their club so they can be successful on and off the field. I send some questions to John Paul Moda, the president of the United States Adult Soccer Association, because I was concerned. Because as the president of the United States Adult Soccer Association, I thought he would have to have a say on this. And this is what he had to say on the topic. Each year, the Federation needs to approve all professional leagues and see that they meet the standards. At that time, new professional leagues may also apply for professional status. I was not at the board meeting on October 20th, so I do not know if they approved any new professional leagues. If they did, those professional teams by the bylaws must participate in the U.S. Open Cup. Since the window for games in 2019 are limited, every professional team decreases the amateur team allotment by so many. Thus, we may have as few as 10 to 12 slots. Depending on how many new professional teams are there, yes, if we open the dates for March until November, the MLS have asked for this numerous times, and we have pushed back to accommodate the MPSL and the PDL clubs. There is a little bit more pretentiousness playing in the Open Cup, playing against professional clubs, but in reality, will an amateur club ever win the Open Cup? The amateur teams have a better chance of winning the U.S. Amateur Cup than the Open Cup. The Amateur Cup is also one of the oldest cups out there, and we have upped the winnings and an automatic entry into the first round of the Open Cup, thus eliminating the qualifying stages. The U.S. Amateur Cup might be a better opportunity for amateur clubs on the field, but off the field, the U.S. Open Cup gives clubs, gives supporters, gives everyone in U.S. soccer that likes independent soccer a chance to dream. A chance to dream that their club that they support can possibly win the U.S. Open Cup, can possibly participate in the CONCACAF Champions League. The U.S. Open Cup gives the opportunity for amateur clubs and amateur players to dream that they can play against a professional soccer team, that maybe they can beat them and put their names in the history books. That's what the U.S. Open Cup is all about. Maybe not winning the cup, right? Back in the day, you had Brooklyn Italians winning the U.S. Open Cup twice. You had the Rochester Rhinos winning the U.S. Open Cup. So I'm not saying that it will never happen ever again. It will one day. But for the most part, the professional teams will knock out the amateur and the semi-pro teams. It's all in the name. U.S. Open Cup Open. Giving every single club the opportunity to qualify into the tournament and participate in the first round and in the upcoming rounds. Right, professional teams, they automatically qualify for this. But why do we have to limit the slots? There has to be alternatives, not for amateur clubs to participate in the U.S. Amateur Cup, but there has to be alternatives in the U.S. Open Cup. The U.S. Open Cup committee should be working on this as we speak, but they're probably not. 
They're probably not because they don't care for the game. They don't care for the lower division clubs. But at the end of the day, we're just all a member of U.S. soccer. And I'll give you this example. There's been talk of a European Super League. And there's been actual documents flying around and being leaked that there's big clubs across the world like Manchester United, Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and many more clubs that want to participate in this European Super League. In my opinion, this is going to ruin uh, soccer across the world. And it sort of goes back to the conversation that I was having last week about a continental Super League that will ruin U.S. soccer and ruin soccer on the continent. The point I'm trying to make is that if there is a European Super League one day, the mid-table clubs, the lower division clubs, will lose. Because they're not big enough to join a European Super League. They're not rich enough. They're not popular across the world to join a European Super League. So they're just members of their soccer association. And they're just a part of the system. And that's what we are as supporters. We're just a part of the system. The people at the top, the management, they don't care for us. They don't care for the stakeholders who actually put their money into the game, like Rocco Camiso. Rocco Camiso wanted to put $500 million. He wanted to invest $500 million of his own money back into the game that he loves, soccer. And he wanted to put it into an independent soccer league. And Carlos Cordero, the U.S. soccer president, didn't want to meet him. And that's what I'm trying to say is that even the people that want to invest money or that are investing money in the game, they can't talk to the management. That's how out of touch the U.S. soccer president and the management are to the game in this country. The amateur clubs and the semi-pro clubs, they serve a purpose. Right now, Danny Satella and Buddy Bartage and other players are playing there because the current professional contracts are not worth their time. Danny Satella said that he could be making more money at a fast food restaurant than playing in the USL. So it's not worth his time. But hopefully, over time, there will be independent opportunities for soccer players across the country uh, to join leagues, to get paid what they're worth and get paid a sustainable wage for themselves and for their family. Because at the end of the day, that's what professional is. Getting paid enough money to uh, support yourself and to support your family and to not have to work another job. So it's to worry about the game at the weekend, training every single day, and to have your mind and your body ready for uh, soccer and for the club. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. You can follow First Team Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at First Team Pod. Check out our website, firstteampod.com. I will be back next week with another episode of First Team Podcast on this topic, MPSL Pro. For sure, we will have more news on this topic. We will have a guest on the show next week going in-depth and talking about uh, MPSL Pro and so much more. So check out our website throughout the week. We will have some content on there on the U.S. Open Cup on my interview with John Palmoda, the president of the United States Adult Soccer Association, and much 
more. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. And as always, let's go near Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys of Benedict Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we believe you see in fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo Country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it in our playing. The fact of it is, the rap from here attacks, passion, bliss. Reacts, tap, and we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stack the wing, on the backs of the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Effects. Crew, down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views, like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes. Around my crews, I'm tracking past no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test, and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.